0: This week's episode of Certify comes to you from ACE the OCS. This time of year, everyone is looking for practice tests to make sure they are ready for test day, and we've got an excellent suggestion to help you prepare to ACE the exam. ACE the OCS
1: is an updated practice test written for the 2021 exam with questions that feel similar to the actual test regarding their difficulty, question breakdown by body region, and content areas the author includes several references and detailed explanations behind right and wrong answers for each question to help you learn. Please see the direct Amazon link in our show notes and order
0: your copy today. Again, the name of the book is ACE the OCS and you can order it directly through Amazon at the link in the show notes. This is Certified the OCS Prep Podcast. I'm Alexis.
1: And I'm Amanda. And we're here to help you prepare for your OCS exam. Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to go over um, a topic that we haven't touched yet, um, visceral referral patterns. As we get closer to the test, we know you guys are getting towards crunch time of your studying. Um, This is the last new content area we're going to touch on for the regular season of the podcast this year. Um, So without further ado, we'll go ahead and go into this. Um, Alexis and I both thought this was an area that may be helpful in your studying, especially as you prepare for the medical screening portions of the spine. It's also clinically relevant information to understand these visceral referral pain patterns um, because, you know, across the country, we're seeing an increasing number of direct access patients, kind of depending a little bit on what setting and where you're working, but um, it's important to know. So, most of this information when you look it up is presented visually. So, I would definitely recommend utilizing some kind of visual aid or visual resource to study this information. I think it helps to see it more as a map. However, I know a lot of you like to study on the go, and that's not always easiest. So, I'm also going to provide it to you in a podcast episode so that you have an audio resource just to hear it again. I think repetition of this information is helpful, more or less. This is kind of memorization part of studying for this test. So, just so you have it in another way to help your studying. You're going to see some overlap if you look at different resources. Um, Just know that that does exist. I've tried really hard to summarize a few different um, well-known resources um, and reliable resources here to kind of give you the best overall summary. So basically what we're going to do is go through a few different systems, and I'm going to outline kind of where you're going to see the pain patterns for these. So the first one, and perhaps one of the most important ones, is the heart or the cardiac system. Pain for this system is going to refer over the left anterior chest wall and down the anterior medial aspect of the left arm into the little finger. And posteriorly, the pain is also going to be present midline near the cervicothoracic junction. The next one is the pulmonary system. This is going to include the lungs and the diaphragm. Pain may be located anteriorly and posteriorly over the throat and the cervical cervical spine, and it's going to radiate to the left upper trap and into the lateral aspect of the left shoulder. The genitourinary system. The first one we're going to talk about here is the kidney. The kidneys can refer pain over a very large and very diffuse area. The pain can be located around the circumference of the waist, Extending distally to the area near the greater trochanters, traveling along the groin and to the proximal medial thigh bilaterally. Along the posterior aspect, the pain will also extend distally to the lateral thigh over the middle of the buttock towards the lateral leg. However, it's going to spare the medial buttock and the posterior thigh. The bladder. The bladder is going to refer a small area of pain posteriorly over the gluteal cleft and then distally a slightly larger area of possible pain over the posterior medial thigh, near the distal portion of the buttocks. Anteriorly for the bladder, pain could occur midline, just distal to the umbilicus, and then slightly more distal along the midline, closer to the level of the AIIS. So you're going to see anteriorly for the bladder, you're going to see two potentially separated areas of pain. It's not necessarily an area of continuous pain. For the ovaries, the ovaries can refer to small areas of pain, just lateral to the umbilicus, so just slightly offset from midline. The next organ group we're going to talk about is the liver and the gallbladder. So some areas for this are just the gallbladder, and some areas will be the kind of the liver and the gallbladder. So the liver and the gallbladder together are going to refer pain to the right side of the neck, to the lateral aspect of the right shoulder. That pain is, can also travel posteriorly to the middle of the right scapula. Additional referral pain patterns can be noted at the inferior inferior right, angle of the right scapula and over the posterior right lateral trunk over those lower levels of the thoracic spine. So kind of that lateral trunk area, like T9 to T12 type area. The gallbladder itself can refer pain to the right upper quadrant. It's important to note that that's um, typically after eating. The stomach. Pain referred from the stomach will occur anteriorly along the midline, just distal to the sternum, medially from the right upper quadrant. It can also refer anteriorly along the midline, just superior to the umbilicus, and that, when you see pain there, is typically um, more specific to the small intestine. Along the posterior aspect, stomach pain can refer midline over the mid-thoracic segments. The colon. The colon is going to primarily refer anteriorly along the midline, just inferior to the umbilicus. And the appendix is one that I think we're all fairly familiar with. That's going to be diffuse um, lower right quadrant pain. And then the pancreas. The pancreas can be difficult to differentiate because it can also refer pain anteriorly in the region similar to the stomach, just to the left of the midline near the end of the sternum. So some sources indicate that the pancreas can also refer posteriorly over the left side of the mid-lumbar paraspinals, just above the belt line. So if you're only seeing pain anteriorly for the pancreas, it could be a little more difficult to differentiate, may need to refer more to that posterior area. So kind of in summary, I think the major ones to know are the cardiac and the heart over the left anterior chest wall and down the arm. Definitely know that your kidneys can refer, you know, down to the lateral thigh and they're a large diffuse area. I think an area to really review in terms of a visual aid for this is kind of that anterior aspect that, you know, maybe the umbilicus down to the groin. There are several different areas that kind of refer right along the midline or just off midline there. Um, but hopefully having it um, verbally as well as looking at your visual resources will help with this. Alexis, do you have any other major ones you wanted to add in there or anything to add on visceral referral pain?
0: No, I think this was a great review. And I think it's also just good from a clinical perspective to keep in mind, um, you know, if you're not able to reproduce your patient's pain or, you know, if you've been treating them and they're not improving, this is a big part of direct access and making sure that we understand when we need to be screening for these things and referring them appropriately. So hopefully this is a really good reference episode for you, not only in studying, but also for your clinical practice.
1: Yeah. And kind of along what Alexis just said, I think one thing I will reemphasize is this is pieces and parts of information. Certainly it can't be your whole clinical exam. And when you're studying for your test, keep in mind on your test, they're not going to give you one tidbit of information. You know, they're not going to pull out one of these tiny little parts. They're going to give you other pointers within the cases and stuff to help you help guide you towards the fact that it may be a visceral referral pain pattern if you understand where the pain pattern is. They're going to give you other signs and symptoms. So, you know, make sure you review, like gallbladder pain typically comes on after eating and if that's part of the case study, they're having pain in that region, you know, just kind of problem solving that way. Don't hang up on just one piece of these tidbits of information um, you want to look at as a whole case. So as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to send us an email.
0: Great. Thanks so much, Amanda.
1: Alrighty. Thank you.